0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Kiss Me Quick's Erotica Podcast. This is your favorite sexy librarian, Rose Carraway. I've got lots of cool shit coming up, you guys. So I would encourage you to subscribe to my other podcast, The Sexy Librarian's Blogcast, because I make all my fabulous announcements there because I have a lot more space to do so. And I've got a ton of really cool interviews lined up, all circulating around my latest upcoming release. You guys, (laughs) you may or may not have been noticing. If you haven't been noticing, then you're not paying attention. I have been hashtagging LZ and hashtagging eight authors, and there's a reason behind that crazy madness. This Halloween, in about two weeks, I am going to be releasing an ebook. It will soon go to audio. Um, it is an erotic horror collection. Eight of us amazing authors have gotten together, and um, these stories do not conform. This book, this collection of sexy erotic horror tales, comes with. A warning: There are monsters and sex and violence. Oh my! And so, uh, if you're sensitive, don't read it. L.Z. Libidinous Zombie is coming to you guys in ebook, in Amazon this Halloween, 2015. So stay tuned for that. Also, in latest news, <laughs> um. I did my body storytelling event. I went on stage in front of 350 some odd people and told a very true, very sexy story. And that video is now available for you to watch. So head over to thekissmequicks.com or if you're brave enough, head over to YouTube and subscribe to Dixie De La Tour's Body Storytelling. That is B-A-W-D-Y. Body Storytelling. She's got all kinds of videos uploaded. True, live, sexy storytelling. Um, It doesn't get better than that. You get the erotic fiction here at the KMQ. And when you want some true stuff, head over to Body Storytelling. Um, If you go to the kissmequicks.com, the website, the title of the very first post is hashtag eat my apple. And if you watch the video, you'll know why I use that hashtag eat my apple. Um, I had a ton of fun doing it and uh, you know, leave your sexy comments, let me know what you think. It was fun, it was amazing, it's an event I'll never forget. So thanks in advance for watching that video. All right, so today's story you guys, I am bringing you It's my first. Maybe it'll be your first. I hope it is, because it'll be an honor to bring it to you. Chase Morgan, author Chase Morgan. He has written for me a couple of times, two anthologies he's participated in, and he has written for the KMQ show. He has written me my very first Sasquatch story, and... uh, It's fabulous, it's fun, it's a total tongue-in-cheek, sexy story, and I had a blast narrating this. Big Daddy even got turned on, so, you know, there you go. Without further ado, it is my great pleasure to bring to you Chase Morgan's I Feel Like Somebody's Sasquatching Me. I drained the remnants of my beer, then set the bottle on the bar. You want another one? Yeah, maybe one more. I winked, trying to remember his name. Truth be told, I didn't give a shit about his name. He was big like most of the loggers that frequented Jim's bar and had an unruly beard covering his face and neck. I could tell by the chest hair crawling over the collar of his shirt that personal grooming was low on his list of priorities. These loggers didn't spend time manscaping. They spent their days wielding chainsaws and working heavy machinery. Their labor-sculpted bodies were covered in scars, calluses, and hair. I acquired a taste for these big monosyllabic creatures after moving to this shit town a few years ago. Their vocabularies were limited and they weren't much on courtesy, but they knew how to handle their wood. This one's nose had more bends and bumps than a mountain road. He'd probably been brawling since he could walk. But in my experience, the gene that made them love to fight also made them love to fuck. I never had a hard time finding one of these brutish alphas to follow me home. Here you go, Kate. Thanks. I smiled at Jim as he passed a beer over the bar and then looked at my knuckle-dragging prize for the night. I could use some air. You want to take a walk in the woods? The lumberjack was leading me out the door before I finished my sentence. In the battle for blood between the brain and the cock, his cock was winning. The full moon cast shadows on the ground as we headed toward the tree line. Jim's was just off the two-lane road, nestled against the edge of the forests that covered this part of the country. I stumbled upon this quiet little place by accident a few months ago when I walked this same path with another delicious, nameless oaf. Too drunk to drive and too horny to wait, we were looking for a place to fuck. I don't remember any foreplay. Hell, it probably amounted to him ripping my clothes off and saying something sweet like, bend over. And there I was, on all fours, while he grunted and pounded me from behind. I was enjoying myself and probably whimpering a little, when I heard a deeper, more guttural sound coming from the trees in front of me. I asked my fuck toy if he heard it too. But when he stopped, the sound stopped. It resumed with his pumping hips, and any attempt to ask him if he heard the noise after that was met only with groans. It was a moonless, dark night, and I couldn't see anything. But I knew something was there, watching us. I returned the following weekend with another drunken logger and found the same results. That one was too drunk, or too horny, to stop when I asked him if he heard the noises. It was the same deep, rhythmic panting, keeping time with this logger's thrusts, and I sensed eyes upon my naked body. following day, I went back to explore the area. As expected, the leaves were disturbed where my prize had ridden me to completion the night before. I walked past our lover's nest and pulled the small saplings aside to discover a larger depression in the earth. Something very big had been sitting there. The size of the indentation was mind-boggling, larger than any man I had ever seen. I traced the soil down to two holes that looked as if they had been made by a couple of large feet. Of course, I'd heard the rumors. Hell, I've had many a drunken conversation with Jim, the bar owner, about the pictures adorning his walls of alleged sightings. But this was all just bullshit, right? Was it possible that he was real? Was it possible that Sasquatch was in these trees? And moreover, that he was watching me? My initial fear was overcome by a strange and overpowering feeling of arousal. I loved huge, hairy alpha males and the thought of the hairiest alpha in the woods watching me was stimulating. Somebody should have called Nat Geo because I was about to start my own special research project. For several months now, I have been leading these beautiful Neanderthals from the bar, down the trail, to this spot. I make sure they are all good and drunk And then, I let them fuck me as hard and as loud as they want. I've never been a quiet lover, and the feeling of being watched by him makes me come even louder. As these special nights went on, I paid attention to the noises in the woods. They became more obvious the more times I visited, I returned after every encounter to inspect behind the saplings. The area where he sat was more defined, and there was dried evidence of his pleasure on the leaves between the huge heel indentations. I know, without a shadow of a doubt, that Sasquatch is jerking off while these barbarians fuck me. I am his porn. It makes sense. This creature is probably more man than beast and must have similar desires and thoughts. I often wonder how many couples he's jerked off to and whether he's ever fucked a woman. So I led whatever this one's name was down the same trail to the same spot where I knew my Sasquatch voyeur sat, shielded from view, waiting for me. I'm tired. Why don't we stop here and take a little break? I led my new friend into the clearing and pulled him down to my level for a kiss. His scratchy beard was rough against my soft skin, but he was a surprisingly good kisser. His hands moved from my neck to my tits. My nipples hardened when he began kneading them, and I lifted my arms above my head. He slid my shirt off, and I reached back to unclasp my bra. I allowed him to take my nipples into his mouth for a moment before I dropped to my knees at an angle that I knew my watcher could see. On one of my daytime visits, I sat behind the saplings in the indentations made by his ass. I wanted to see where the best vantage points were. I wanted to see what he saw. I pictured myself getting fucked a few feet away. I wondered how it must make him feel to be so close without being involved. I felt tiny in the template made by this mysterious creature. I had a mental image of him, but no way to know how accurate I was. All the pictures in Jim's were blurry or clearly photoshopped. I imagined this enormous beast pulling on his cock while he watched some lesser man splitting me with his wood. I could hear his breathing increase and see his legs flex, his heels dig in as he spilled his load onto the leaves. This scene aroused me in ways I had never thought possible. I sat in my hairy voyeur's spot and rubbed my pussy. Visions of his furry hands tugging on a massive cock danced through my mind. I circled my clit faster, and when I imagined him coming, I came, howling into the woods like some crazed animal. That was the moment the real question entered my mind. Do I want to fuck Sasquatch? I was putting on better performances each time I visited. I think, subconsciously, I was trying to lure him out of hiding, trying to make him claim me for his own. I looked over at the saplings before I pulled the logger's wood from his pants and slid it into my mouth. I was careful to make sure my hair didn't fall down and obscure his view. I made a show of rubbing my tits with my free hand. Then, I heard his breathing. It always started softly and built with the show. In all the times I visited and performed, I've never actually heard him come, although my trips the following day confirmed that he does. Perhaps he comes when I'm coming, and I'm just too preoccupied with my own pleasure. But I want to hear him. I want to hear his satisfied growl. The woodsman pulled himself from my mouth and stood me up. He was eager to get my pants off and stuff his cock inside me. My biggest challenge with these guys is keeping them from coming before I can put on a decent display for my audience in the trees. I stepped out of my pants and felt the breeze pass through the tangled curls between my thighs. I'm not sure what a Sasquatch likes when it comes to personal grooming, but my gut tells me he probably appreciates a big, hairy pussy. He bent forward and grabbed the tree in front of me. I'm surprised I haven't worn handprints into that tree after grabbing it so many times over the last few months. The burly man behind me groped my hairy cunt, looking for an opening to plant his branch. Moaned when he entered me, probably a little louder than was warranted, though it did feel good. The lumberjack grabbed my ass and started pounding me from behind. My tits bounced wildly as he slammed into me, and I could tell he was going to be quick if I didn't take control of the situation. I allowed him a few more thrusts before I reached back and pushed him out of me. I want to ride you. He took my cue and lay down in the leaves. I straddled his thighs and lowered myself onto him. He felt good inside me. But if I was being honest with myself, this bush trimmer was nothing more than a proxy for my hairy fantasy hiding behind the trees. I ripped his flannel shirt open and ran my hands through the hair covering his chest I dug my fingers deep and ground down harder in his lap. My tits began to sway again as I rode him faster. I whimpered and moaned, louder with each thrust of my hips. My furry voyeur's breathing increased from the other side of the saplings. His low, feral grunts were becoming more pronounced. I think it's lost on the men I'm fucking— They probably assume I'm making those noises because in their feeble minds, they're that good. The position switch had done the trick. My woodsman was lasting longer and I was putting on a hell of a show. I progressed from moaning to screams that would make a porn star proud. I was very close to orgasming when the night took a sudden turn. My voyeuristic beast crashed through the brush. My initial terror quickly turned to awe. He was more massive than I imagined. His yellow eyes bore down on me and I realized I was on my back. My nameless Axe Swinger was gone and I don't even remember him running away. So much for chivalry. There I lay, alone, naked, and seconds away from orgasm, with Sasquatch. This is what I had been waiting for, what I had been working toward all these nights. Screaming louder, fucking louder, and now, here he was. He stood like a man, but slightly more stooped. His pelt was thick, long, and swayed with the movement of his chest. His panting made a low, guttural sound that was more arousing than scary. Here, finally, was my real alpha male. He lumbered toward me. I'm not sure if he didn't want to spook me or if he was assessing me, He stopped less than a foot away, and we stared at each other. His body was the strongest thing I'd ever seen. Under his fur, I could see muscle bulging and dipping like a roller coaster to and from every joint in his body. His feet were three times the size of any man's, and his ape-like hands were massive. But the appendage his hands were wrapped around is what made my jaw drop. His cock was enormous. It was easily the size of my forearm, and the head of it was the size of my fist. It wasn't the same as looking at a horse's dick or some other large animal. His was very human-like. I wondered if a woman could even take something that big, His crotch was covered in the same fur as the rest of his body, but not his cock. His shaft was covered in a soft, smooth-looking hair, very fine and more lightly colored than the rest of his body. He inched closer to me and knelt. He kept his fist firmly wrapped around his girth and reached for my leg with his free hand. His leathery fingers traced over my knee, to my thigh his fingers were the size of a normal man's cock I slid my hand down to meet his I felt tiny like the day I sat in his impression I gripped his index finger and pulled it toward my face our eyes were locked and I could see the lust that resided deep within this beautiful beast I inhaled deeply. His musk was like nothing I've ever encountered. It was earthy and strong, not foul as one might think. I put my lips to the tip of his finger and kissed it in the same way I kissed a man's cock before I took it into my mouth. He grunted approval, his eyes never leaving mine. He started stroking his shaft mere inches away from my face. I slid two fingers into my cunt and quickly added a third. I wasn't going to last long. Sasquatch pulled his finger from my mouth and started to explore my body with his massive hand. He was gentle, like a virgin boy getting his first opportunity to touch the female form. I reached over and ran my hand up his hairy thigh. He purred softly at my touch. His coarse hair ran thick through my fingers as I inched up his leg. His gaze broke from mine as he scanned my body. I reached down and guided his finger to my wet, hairy pussy. I noticed his oversized nostrils flaring as he took in my scent. The feeling of his finger at my pussy was surreal. I pulled it gently and guided it inside of me. His finger felt like some of the smaller men I've been with over the years. It didn't fill me completely, but it was enjoyable. Again, Sasquatch quickly got the idea of fingering me and increased the pace. My breathing quickened. My hand moved from his thigh to his giant cock. He stopped stroking himself when he felt my touch and looked down. His finger rested inside me and he tilted his head slightly. This was all new to him. I ran my palm the length of his shaft. The hair was fine and soft, like some expensive fur coat. His cock was solid, harder than any man I'd ever been with. He was so thick my fingers only formed a C when I tried to encircle them around his girth. His balls hung between his legs like a man's, but were the size of large lemons. When I reached out and cupped them, he groaned, and his fur-covered sack drew taut. I guided another one of his fingers inside me. Now I was filled more than any man I had ever taken. I had to relax to allow myself to adjust to the sensation. But once my pussy lips settled around the girth of his two fingers, I started rubbing my throbbing clit. I needed release. I massaged his balls and he stroked himself faster. The velvety fur on his shaft mesmerized me. It stood and then smoothed with every stroke. His musk was heavy in the air. His fingers filled my aching pussy, and I had Sasquatch's balls in my hand. I moaned loudly, but this time it was caused by unadulterated pleasure. Sasquatch was panting and making that low, guttural noise I had become so accustomed to. We were both racing to orgasm. His eyes were locked on the two massive fingers he had buried in my cunt. His nostrils flared, his breathing hitched, and then his eyes snapped shut. Men have come on me more times than I can remember, and several of those times were right here in this clearing. But I never could have imagined what I was about to experience. His primal roar vibrated my spine. He came, bathing me from belly to chin. The heat of his sweet, sticky seed covering my body ignited the most earth-shattering orgasm of my life. That was the moment I answered the looming question. I did want to fuck Sasquatch. In my post-orgasmic state, it became clear to me I would have to work up to it, but I would fuck this hairy beast. I knew he felt it too. He gazed into my eyes and I could see the desire, but our special moment was cut short. A thundering crash came from behind my lover and what emerged turned my stomach. She was slightly smaller than my sexy beast and, judging by her hairy tits, clearly female. Her face would have probably been softer than his, too, had it not been screwed up in an enraged scowl. I knew this look. I'd worn this look when I walked in on my ex, fucking his secretary. This was the picture of a woman scorned, A woman who'd known there was a reason her man was sneaking off on certain nights. And there, lying naked in the leaves, I was that reason. My Sasquatch bolted into the trees, and terror filled his void. For the second time in one night, the opposite sex had left me to fend for myself. I was staring eye to eye, not only with a scorned woman, but also with one that could tear me to pieces. She stepped closer and knelt where her man had just been. I was paralyzed with fear, certain I was about to die. Her nostrils flared and her yellow eyes scanned my body. I knew she could smell my arousal, arousal caused by her man. My body was also covered with the sticky evidence of his pleasure. She ran her finger across my belly, through the pool of his semen. I whimpered, felt my lips starting to quiver. I couldn't stop the welling up of tears in my eyes. In a matter of minutes, I had gone from the best orgasm of my life To certain death. She held a cum soaked finger close to her flaring nostrils and inhaled deeply. She raised her head to the sky. Her roar was more than anger, it seemed to come from a deeper, more personal place. Our eyes locked once more. A low growl escaped her mouth with every heavy exhale her lips curled, and the last thing I remember was her massive hand coming toward my face. When I regained consciousness, it took a moment to register that I was still alive. I looked around and found myself alone, still naked, in the clearing. I replayed the scene in my head before I lost consciousness. The earth-shattering howl of unabated anger. But she hadn't reached to end me. She reached to pat my cheek. I think she felt sorry for me. Like she saw me as nothing more than some poor bimbo who didn't realize she was fucking a philanderer. And she was right. For Stupid Fish Productions, This is Rose Caraway. Thank you so very much for listening to the kmq show uh big daddy and i as always we love you guys and appreciate your sexy reviews if you have subscribed take a second go leave us a sexy review in itunes we love them we look at them and occasionally if they're super witty ah, Or show special love. We like to share them on Facebook and Twitter. Speaking of Facebook and Twitter, follow us, please. We love to interact with you guys. We've gotten a lot of new friend requests on Facebook, so that's really rad. Um, Just type in Rose Carraway on Facebook. You guys can follow me on Twitter, at Rose Carraway or at the KMQ. Don't forget, you guys, that deadline for my call for submissions, the cuckolding anthology. Tonight, she's yours. The deadline is October 31st. That's about two weeks away. So get your edits finalized. I know that some authors have been using the Facebook group, the Slush Pile, to help um, get some help from beta readers. They're really good at finding any weird bugs in the story. So, go to Facebook, search for the Slush Pile, ask to join that group. They are invaluable. Deadline for tonight, she's yours. Call for submissions is October thirty first. All right, you guys. Hey, don't forget, leave us a sexy voicemail at. Two zero two eight one zero kiss. That's two zero two eight one zero K I S S. All right, you guys, love ya. See ya soon. I'd like to thank the following musical artists: Dave Merson Hess, Comfort Fit, Chamomile, Good Old Neon. Kevin MacLeod, Tortue Supersonic, Sunslide, Kai Engel, Dumbo Gets Mad, Lockerbie, and the feature credit song, Whispers in My Mind by Man Bites Dog. The Kiss Me Quicks is produced by Big Daddy Dave Carraway. Stupid fish. Are you trying to throw me a gang sign? What are you doing? It's a writer's gang sign. Got a pin involved. (laughs) A pen. A pen. You said pin. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) I'm a professional narrator. I hear these things. Pin. Pen. Hey, you know what? It's going to be super fun. The next KMQ episode, let's make it a duo. Yeah, I'll be the vampire, you uh, you be the werewolf. Uh, Will you be my werewolf? I'll be your werewolf, baby. Yeah, all right, cool. I got to warn you, I'll have real big titties in this story. (laughs) Warning acknowledged and accepted. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Good times. I need to go shopping. I've got, do you know how many holes I have in my dress? None of them are big enough for you to fuck me through. I'm sure we could work something out, but they're like the size of a cigarette burn. I don't know how I get these holes in my clothes. I'm moth riddled or ridden. Maybe I could fuck you through them. Maybe you could. My penis but then is I... small. That's what I'm <laughs> oh no, I wouldn't keep you around. I, I do have standards. <laughs> you may not be able to tell <laughs> with my holy dress, <laughs> but I do have certain standards. I like big cocks, and again, I cannot lie. Ha, ha, ha.